All right, everybody, welcome to the PNTT Bracket Previews. This session will cover the Edwards Group. Uh, I'm Coach JKB of Las Vegas, and we get to talk about my, my team today. I'm really excited about that. Uh, but the group features uh, Frankfurt Fighting Owls as the top seed. Santa Fe Caesars are the second seed. Third seed is a Bloomington College, and then Las Vegas Legends bringing up the rear. I have on the call with me Future Star. How are you doing today? All right. How about you, Jesse? Oh, we're doing just fine. Just fine. I, I cannot wait to get a, a honest critique from the outside on how my team is doing. It's going to be exciting. Oh, boy. I was hoping to just let you talk about it. You mean I have to say something? Okay. Oh, please do. Please do. I might start crying. Okay. I, I, <laughs> All right. Uh, but we will start off at the top. We'll start with the Frankfurt Fighting Owls, who have been a, a perennial NTT contender. They're pretty consistently a top 10 team. I know one time they slipped to 25th in the league, but that's a, that's a pretty good run they've been on right now. That's Coach Ted Lasso out there. And uh, he, he has the highlight, of course, the junior class is ranked number four slash number seven. Uh, there's top 10s for the seniors. They may have graduated a top 58 slash uh, 70 is the class, the class that just graduated. But they brought in a top 25. Uh, that's the 25th ranked hardwoods for their freshman class. Uh, the freshman class is highlighted by a young gentleman named Jermaine White. Jermaine White is 6'8", scored 18 points a game on 59% total shooting, 2.3 blocks, 9.4 rebounds. Looks like a do-it-all kind of guy. Uh, future star, tell me what you see when you look at Frankfurt. Yeah, so why don't we just start by just kind of looking at who they lost and what they brought in. Um, it sure. looks like, uh, yeah, they lost their starting power forward, Justice Edwards, um, but they bring in a real nice freshman class that's, like you said, highlighted by uh, 6'8", Jermaine White. He looks like a real well-rounded offensive player. He can score down low. He can uh, shoot from three, and he might be able to just step right in at that vacated power forward spot uh, left by Edwards. So um, that's a good pickup. They also get a couple guys who look like some pretty decent role players. Um, uh, Robert Smith uh, maybe could step in at backup point guard um, uh, where they graduated a guy. So, so they look like they were able to fill kind of what they lost. Um, and you look at this team and you see a team that's just on an incredible run. Um, if I counted right, they've made 18 straight NTTs, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Uh, sweet 16 and four of the last five seasons, top 25, six seasons in a row. I and mean, this is one of the most successful programs in, in the league. So, um, you know, this is, this is, this is a really, really top team and they bring back a, a senior Daniel James, 610 guy scored 20 points a game. I mean, that's really hard to find a, a big man that can score in this league. So, so that's something that that's that's really going to be able to carry them. So, I mean, this is this is just a, a quality team. Agreed. They have an NTT championship already in their belt back in season six, and they were in the final four last year. Um, I've always stressed on one of their players, and that's Eric Leatherman, a senior this year, who's playing point guard. He's an exceptional all-around guy, and he, he doesn't pop off the stat sheet. He's not like a 20-10 and 10 or even a 20-5 and 5 kind of guy. But game per game, he just always wins matchups. He's scary. He, he really is a dominant player, even though he's not like an all-league stat producer. Yeah, it's always good to have have that, that quality playmaker at point guard. I mean, that, that's one of the keys to a successful team. Um, they also have Raymond Bowens, who... 
uh, I believe, you know, we had a few yeah. disappointing performances in the NTT last year. I know the coach wasn't real happy that we wasn't able to step up. Um, so I think he's looking to, to kind of redeem himself. Um, he, he was kind of down a little bit last year compared to his freshman season. So uh, they're looking for him to kind of step up in those big games. And, and if he can do that, then they're going to be in good shape. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it, so I think we can agree Frankfurt looks good, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you look at yeah. the schedule and the in the non-group schedule, I mean, it's really tough. You know, they play three teams in the top thirty-five outside of their group, but um, I mean, this is this is a top team. I don't think it should be a problem. Got it. All right, I agree with you. Next on the list, Santa Fe Caesars. Now, Santa Fe. Here's an interesting thing. That the first thing I noticed is that the magazines had them, or I should say the preseason rank them, ha- ranking has them 30th in the league. And, and I wasn't quite sure why they did that at first. This is a team that's finished outside the end. They've been on a PTT streak. Uh, they brought in a 90-68 freshman class, and that's on top of having lost a 5-5 senior class. So they had a 5-5 senior class last year, finished ranked 81st in the league, brought in a lesser class. But the, 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 at least the site, the, the automatically generated power rankings, think they're going to be a top 30 type squad. Do you see top 30 in their future? I don't. Um, I think that's just, you know, the, the rankings, I think that just kind of speaks to how difficult it is to recruit in this league. And so they really don't have a completely bombed out class. I think, you know, they're all kind of top 100. Um, but the, overall, I think you're better off in this league having like one really great class with a bunch of uh, role players as opposed to just kind of four okay ones. And so, yeah, like you said, they lose like some twin towers. They lose Caleb Bold and Jonathan Stone, 7-1, 6-11. And um, even with those guys, they kind of struggled on uh, on the boards. And uh, now they lose them and replace them with guys who, who right. probably aren't going to be able to fill those spots. So I think they're going to have even more issues this year. Yeah, yeah, that that was, you know, I, I said 5'5 five, five senior class, and I hadn't even really paid a bunch of attention. Caleb Bold and Jonathan Stone, those were some real linchpin guys that they had. Um, there's some offense returning, but you're right, that the sort of the little bit of identity they did have seems to have slipped away. Yeah, and they, it looked like they also, I mean, they struggled in a few different areas. It looked like they struggled with um, finding a point guard. Looked like they tried a few different guys, and, and none of them really stuck. Um, that you look at their freshman class, they bring in a uh, guy who played point guard in high school, Roland Smith. He had a seven, he had seven assists per game in high school. So I don't know if maybe they try him there and, and try and try and find a guy who can stick at point guard. Um, the other guys they bring in are kind of tall. I mean, six seven Roger Clare, six nine Malachi Morris, but they're not going to be able to replace what Bolden and Stone brought. So they look kind of just more like role players. And I don't know if they're really all that great at rebounders. So I think they're going to struggle there on the boards. Um, and like you said, they've just been kind of stuck in the PTT. They haven't made the NTT since this coach took over. Um, you know, they're looking to take that next step and they have that, that somewhat high preseason ranking, but, but it's going to be tough for them, I think. Right. Maybe, maybe there's just a lot of faith in this senior, William McCullers, who's the shoot first guy. But uh, you're right. I, I don't know that there's enough around and make that work. Yeah, it doesn't look like there's much uh, in terms of offensive threats outside of him. So, no, he's really going to have to carry him. And, and, and I don't know if they're going to have enough offense along with some of their other issues in terms of rebounding and defense uh, to, to kind of put them over the top. Well, putting them over the top means they, they might just have to win a couple games in this group, and that's possible. I want to move along to Bloomington College next on the list. 
Uh, Bloomington College kind of falls around the same fate as Santa Fe. Last year they were uh, – well, they're on a streak of PTT appearances, and last season they finished uh, number 61 ranking overall. Uh, they didn't bring in a great freshman class. It's 114 slash 154. So that was off losing a 61 slash 56 senior class. So they've kind of dropped down in overall talent. Um, they, they have their size still. They lost the starting center, but their power forward looks like a, a, a really aggressive rebounder. So they might still have a front court. But but do they have anything else to go with? What do you see on the rest of the Yeah, squad? they lose their starting center, and they, and they bring in you know some decent size in the freshman class, a 6'8 guy, 6'10 guy. Um, yeah, like you said, they, they're kind of stuck in the PTT. They've made it, like I think, nine seasons in a row. Um, so uh, <laughs> they do play in a really tough conference. Conference 15 is, always has a lot of uh, tough teams, a lot of top-ranked teams. And, and looking at their past seasons, it, it does appear that they – tend to perform better outside of conference. Um, so that gives them a little hope for this tournament, um, you know, that they might perform better uh, facing some teams that are a little bit different uh, than what they typically face. And uh, they do bring back most of their starters, and, and they all kind of score reasonably well. They're not particularly efficient, but they do score reasonably well. Um, what the problem I see with them is, uh, is uh, depth. So if those starters get in trouble – um, then I don't see much offense coming off the bench, um, you know, right. and even the guys that, that did score, they, like I said, they're more volume scores than efficient scores. So um, it, it, it's hard to say. I would say that they have an outside chance of performing well in this group. Um, they're not hopeless, but um, they, they're going to need their starters to get, kind of uh, take, a, take, a, take on a bigger role because I don't see much in the way of uh, help on the bench for them. Yeah, you, and you talked about the size they were bringing in. That that uh, Lex Ivory. Yeah, I know it's a lowly, a poorly ranked freshman class, but we got a six ten guy coming in who's with a with a total shot percentage of fifty seven percent, twelve point seven rebounds a game. Maybe he can be a spark plug. Yeah, you know, you just you just hope yeah. he can get the volume and and whether or not he can adjust to the college game. That's really the question. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and also if you look at their their schedule outside of this group. Um, it's not particularly tough. They have the one tough game against Clearwater, um, who's always a top team. Sure. But other than that, I think they're winnable games for them. So it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility to, to, to see this team possibly go maybe 4-2 and two and maybe sneak into the next round. Yeah, I, I see that too. It, that, that Santa Fe Bloomington game, well, we'll have to talk about that later when we pick out the bracket. But, but there's some good competition right. for them at their level that they can win against. Let's talk about Las Vegas. This okay. is my team, the Las Vegas Legends. Um, I graduated a very disappointing but 56-66 rated uh, ranked class. That was a plus-18 senior class that couldn't play a minute of good basketball. Uh, that broke my heart. <laughs> so I brought in uh, hoping to maybe s- switch things up a little and go for go – for, I'm, I'm just trying a new okay. strategy and see if it's going to work out. I brought in the 208-227 freshman okay. class. Maybe I can, like, turn the whole game engine on its head and find something. <laughs> okay, there, so right? you're going to – since you couldn't do well with, like, the, the top 50, top 60 class, you, you figure, well, we're going to go on the other end and, and – and, and, yeah. You got yeah. me figured out. Yeah, that's like that's my strategy. strategy. <laughs> so I lost, uh, I, lost, I lost some minutes off the bench last year, but it's my sophomore class. Uh, 52 slash 48 rankings in my sophomore class. A bunch of gunners. They're they're working on their total shot percentage for me. Not quite there yet, 
but uh, I, I got scoring. I got a little size. Tell me what else you well, see. I'll what do I got? Make a few comments, and I'll just maybe I'll we'll reverse roles here, and I'll turn to the host, and I'll just like point out a few things and get your thoughts on it, if that's okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it looks like you didn't like I said you didn't really lose too much. It uh, your class might have been fairly highly ranked, but um, you didn't get much production from your bench guys. The only guy you lose is a small forward that was six three. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah, and you bring in some guys who they look like I don't know. I guess they look like kind of average-ish players um <laughs> you, you kind of you can you can so i mean well so I mean, robert nelson is six five he's got a 58 percent true, true shooting percentage yeah. um the other guys have decent assist numbers you know i think that was one issue that you struggled with last year was playmaking um so uh, do you see any any possibilities to kind of infuse some playmaking to kind of help your team <laughs> So here's here's the one uh, game plan I brought in. I've got Rodney Green, who's a six nine kid. He was a freshman last year, so I didn't want to put too much on his plate. But he has some size. He has a little skill. He total shot was almost fifteen fifty three percent in high school. Um, two point six assists to point seven turnovers in high school. So he, he's got a sense of what to do when he has the ball in his hands, at least on offense. And I'm hoping his size can make some impact on defense. Uh, I'm going to put him at small forward, get that upgrade in size okay. at least, and uh, just kind of cut him loose and see what he can do. I, I need, I, I have guys in there who can shoot and score, but they're just not getting good opportunities. So maybe if I put a tall guy who can make some plays, uh, we can get some chemistry going that way. That, that's a theory. And we haven't put it into practice yet, but boy, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, because you kind of you kind of struggled on yeah. defense with you know fifty six percent true shooting percentage against, and then in rebounding. So right. if you theoretically, if you get a little more height in there, it'll help both your defense and your offense because it'll get you more possessions. So if you get guys that can knock down shots, you can you know kind of turn the tables a little bit here. Um, and yeah, you lack a little bit of size, but I mean, that's really not that different than most teams in this league because it's so hard to recruit size in this league. So even if you're, you know, you're kind of undersized at a few different places, that really doesn't put you at that big of a disadvantage. So we agree I've got some theories at <laughs> yeah. play here. I'm, yeah, that, Good. What, what the heck, you know, I mean, you <laughs> might as well try, try a few things. I mean, it can't hurt. So how do we think this whole bracket's going to boil out? Frankfurt has the top seed. We talked about Santa Fe and Bloomington. It kind of looked like a collision course for that second spot. But are they going to challenge Frankfurt um, I don't here? think so. I think Frankfurt is just too good. I mean, I think they I think they win all three games in this bracket. And I even think they they might sweep the, the out-of-group games as well. I mean, they're just that good. I mean, it, I think worst-case scenario, they go 5-1. and one, But I think they might go 6-0. and oh. um, And it, as to the others... I think I give Bloomington an outside chance just because, like I said, they they seem to be toughened up by playing in that tough conference 15. Um, they might be able to sneak enough games to to maybe go four and two and get out of this bracket as a wild card. But I think that would be the only possibility. I don't see Santa Fe um, breaking through uh, with the schedule that they have and uh, against these teams. Yeah, yeah, I think Bloomington, you're right. I think Bloomington has a, has a real inside track at that second seed in here. I don't know if they're going to pull off that strong four and two or even the five and one you need in order to get it, right. qualify for the brackets. But uh, so I think Frankfurt's the only one that comes out. I do think Frankfurt will take a loss here. Uh, Lansing is a real come up team that they're going to have to play against. Uh, I know they were sort of fringe NTT last year. But they've been playing in a really tough conference, so I, I think they take a loss against mm-hmm. Lansing. But 
again, Frankfurt's going to just – Frankfurt's going to eat everyone else's lunch. Yeah, yeah they right? just look like they're such a good team year in and year out. I mean, that, that, that speaks to the coaching and recruiting of Ted Lasso to, to, to always have a team that, that's this competitive. So who are the MVPs to watch or maybe a freshman of the year? Who's the, who are the studs you have um, to watch out for? I think uh, for Frankfurt, I would say a player to watch would be Raymond Bowens because, like I said, um, you know, I yeah. think they were a little disappointed in how he performed in some big games last year. Um, he kind of had a little bit of a downturn as a sophomore. I actually picked him as a player to watch on, on this podcast last season. Um, so I'll just do it again and <laughs> we'll, and we'll, we'll, we'll try that. And if he shows up when it counts, I think he's, he's going to be a real important player for them. And as for freshmen, uh, I would go with Roland Smith for Santa Fe um, because yeah. they really need some help uh, on the offense. And I mean, they really need some, uh, some secondary scoring outside of their senior um, and he looks like he might be the guy that could step in and provide that. So it's going to be real important for him to to come in and, and provide something to, to help that team. Yeah, Smith and McCullers like have a golden opportunity to work together, right? Right, and and bring both of their own stats up. They both like to shoot. Right. And they both like to pass. So I like both of those guys to to potentially be re- like really standout players. Coming out of Las Vegas, I always have to put Nolan Balzer on a, on a pedestal. Uh, he's 6'3". He likes to shoot. He does play defense. Um, the question is, does the ball work its way into his hands in the course of an offensive possession? And that's not yeah, always the way yeah, it works Yeah, he was a big-time scorer but, in high school. So if he can kind of get back to that, you know, get some guys to feed him the ball, I mean, you could see some, some, some nice numbers from him. Yeah, and and I'll I'll put out the name Lex Ivory one more time for Bloomington. A big guy's gonna get numbers as long as he's starting, and uh, if if they give him some shots, I think he's the kind of guy who makes shots. So Lex Ivory out of Bloomington could be a sneak pick for yeah, for freshman in this bracket. Well, all right, I think we have fully covered the Edwards group. I appreciate everyone who came to listen. Future star, right, appreciate no your problem. input here. All right, we'll connect again momentarily for the Leslie Group.